Welcome to Behavior Babes Podcast, presented by me, Dr. Amanda Kelly. Hi, Jay. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Amanda. Um, Before we begin, can you please uh, offer a brief introduction of yourself? Sure. Uh, My name's Jay Cage. I'm a BCABA. Um, I've worked for the past seven years with children with autism, um, doing ABA therapy, and I'm actually just taking a break right now to be a stay-at-home mom with my two kids. Thank you, and thank you for taking time during your break to join us today for the discussion. Um, one of the one of the reasons why I'd ask you to be here, or I guess we should start with our journey of how we first met, um, officially online, so social media is a great tool. And it was in the No Straw For Me campaign that I had started online. I think that that's it, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, it was yeah. actually really interesting because I've been doing, um, well, interested in, like, reducing my plastic intake. About a year prior to that, I started with reducing plastic bags. And then around the turn of the new year, 2017, I was thinking about reflecting and thinking about how I needed to do more um, and wanted to do more and was thinking about maybe trying to get more people involved by starting a group or something, but I wasn't sure if I really wanted to make that commitment at that time. So I also had a a newborn baby, a six-month-old. And then I came across your group, so it was perfect because that really inspired me to take my journey to the next level. Well, I have to say having you join the group was really reinforcing for me the idea of starting a group because I just I didn't know if anybody else kind of had that interest or had that time. Um, and so it was a friend of mine who said, you know, how many people it takes to be in a group is two. So she says, let's create it and see if anyone comes. And I think you were one of the first um, people to join the group. And it's now two years since we had started that group, and you have been just a constant, persistent um, member and presence in the group. So thank you for that. And um, it's why I wanted to kind of hear more about what, what led you to um, trying to make some personal sustainable changes. So you had shared that you started with eliminating or reducing plastic bags. Was How did that come about to be the area? How did you decide to start there? Um I don't know exactly what came first. Um, I had got a bunch of really nice reusable bags from my friends back home in England who um, they were designed by Aura Keeley, like a designer that I like. So I was wanting to use them, but I kept getting and also reducing plastic too. It wasn't just about these pretty bags, but I kept getting tripped up because I would get to the store and I would either forget the bags or my bags weren't in the car. And I realized there was two steps that I needed to kind of change to get me in a rhythm of using the bags more consistently. And that was one, remembering to put them in the car, and then two, remembering to get them from the car and bring them into the store with me when I went grocery shopping. Um, One of the things, like I started to think about my own behavior and I'm very rule governed in life many people who know me like know I like do everything by the book um so I made myself a rule to start with that if I had my bags in the car and I went into the store without my bag 
I wasn't allowed to leave with a plastic bag. I either had to walk back to the car and get my bags or I'd have to carry my groceries out. And just that small rule to myself um, kind of helped me be more accountable. And then I got in the rhythm of just remembering the store signals, bringing my bag and this, that and the other. It's really interesting how you broke it down so simply. When I started to think about um, straws, the reason why I selected straws was because this this problem with plastic pollution is so overwhelming, right? Um, living near the oceans, living on an island, I'm constantly faced by seeing the effects of that on the environment. And I felt really overwhelmed. And having a history of working with individuals with autism and related needs, it got me feeling like kind of a sense of um, I can kind of relate to this overwhelm of like where do we start? What do we do when we have so many skills to work on or so much to tackle? And I, I kind of thought to myself, well, I should do what I would have any family member do, which is start small. Pick one behavior, define the behavior, measure the behavior, and see if we can get change. Now, when you were looking at changing behavior for yourself and you were doing either reducing the plastic bags or um, saying no to straws, did you utilize data collection at all in the process for yourself? Um, well, with the plastic bags, no. My goal was just to to leave the store without any, you know, and the, the permanent product kind of tells you, like, the amount of plastic bags I have in my home now is barely any. You know, the, the I used to have like a cupboard overflowing with them because every grocery shop I had a crew like, I don't know, 10, 15, however many bags. So I guess there the, the was some data collection there in some ways, but I didn't write any data down or graph it, you know. Uh, but when it came to the straws and I joined your group and I saw the people were taking data, I decided to try and take data. Um, and that was really interesting for me because um, my data was zero for the straws at first, so I was like, oh, I've mastered this. I, you know, I don't need to take data. This would, I've not had any straws for three months. I, this would be mastery, um, so I can stop taking data and move on with my life. You know, I feel like I'm in a good place with the straws. And then I realized it wasn't because um, I was good at not getting straws. It was because there was a lack of opportunity because I was staying home with a newborn and I was also only drinking hot coffee because it was kind of like colder weather. So then when it hit summer, I realized when we started going out more again and I started drinking iced coffee, I then started getting the straws. And I was like, oh, maybe I need to take some data now, you know, and go back. You made a really good point, though, about permanent products. So how many bags we have, how many straws we've accumulated if we didn't throw them in the trash or anything like that can be measured. How many water bottles did we drink from or how much money were we spending? So there are ways in which we can uh, see if what we're doing, even if it's just that rule for ourselves that that intervention is working. Um, I really appreciate that you shared with us the experience you had when you realized it was opportunities versus a mastery of a skill. I think when we think about that in regards to our own behavior, sustainable behavior change, or, you know, following a behavior plan in a classroom or home setting, sometimes we feel as though, hey, that, that challenge hasn't occurred in a while. It must be that we have the behavior in our repertoire. 
And sometimes it's that we haven't had the opportunity or the environment hasn't kind of set itself that way. So that's an incredibly important point. Um, let's talk a little bit about the role of others um, in your life and on your journey to being and living a more sustainable life. So you have created a rule for yourself. You follow the rule. If you um, do what you're, you know, if you bring your bags in with you, then you can purchase more things. Otherwise, you're going to be juggling in your arms, you know, trying not to drop your milk or what have you getting out to the car. Um, what do other people say when they are sort of witnessing your efforts or what is what is your discussion like with your family and coworkers? Um well like I I haven't really like I I don't I I think I just hope to model the behavior and hope that other people will come along and, and pick it up along with me rather than telling them exactly what I'm doing or um, and what's interesting is, like, now my husband even uses the reusable bags. That's part of his routine, too, which is really cool. Um, and he knows if if he gets me a drink that I don't want a straw or different things like that. Um, I definitely have surrounded myself with friends who have the same interests, and, and those are the friends that we really talk about it. Um, one of my girlfriends, her and I have both made lists of things that we hope to accomplish for the year um, and different things like that. So, And you were a great influence to me, too, um, like joining the group, seeing your journey and what you were doing. Um, so I think it's really important, you know, if you, you are hoping to reduce plastic, you know, try and seek out others who are doing the same thing and look at what they're doing and ask them questions and different things like that. That's what I to do you know yeah I think modeling is a really incredible way to show behavior change rather than to just describe or articulate it um, I've learned a lot of things on, on my journey you know um, I had first the idea that if I got a straw I was going to have to use it multiple times sort of like some positive punishment and that didn't work I was like oh these straws are gross or they break down um, so I had to adjust and change uh, and kind of deviate and that to me felt very in line with ADA right like I need yeah. to analyze and affect uh, look look for the effect and try to make those changes um, what do you think the role of behavior analysis has played in your um, journey to to make some self-management self-change kinds of um, leaps in your life? Um, well, I definitely think um, applying behavior analysis made me maybe think, like taking one behavior, you know, like using the process that we do as behavior analysts um, and breaking steps down instead of just looking like, oh, I'm going to quit plastic, period. You know, that isn't realistic. That isn't going to happen. Um, and also, like, identifying, like, okay, why am I – why – Am I still ending up with straws or plastic bags? You know, what? what's the breakdown? What, you know, and then it was small tweaks like that, like, oh, when I put my groceries away, I need to put the bags back in the car instead of hanging on a hook in my kitchen, and that just complete – and just make that part of the chain. And so I think behavior analysis has helped me, like, identify all these things a lot quicker than maybe if I was just – if I didn't have that skill set, you know. But I don't think that people who are not behavior analysts can't apply these things. I think you just have to be looking and observing your environment and be aware of 
like what you want to change and just be persistent about trying to make that change. Have you found that once you make one change, another change becomes easier? And if so, can you give us an example of that? Um, well, for me, I think sometimes, like, when I start to make changes at first, like, I, I then want to do everything, and I'm like, like, right now I'm in a period of, like, okay, I'm, I've made my goal for the year, and I'm looking around myself at all these other things I could be doing, and it can start to feel a little bit overwhelming because you, you know what you could do or should do, um, but, it, you know, there's a lot of steps to doing all those things. And that's why I try and just go back and focus on that one goal and say this is what I'm working on. And if I do other stuff, that's a bonus. But, you know, and try not to – because it's easy, I think, when you start this journey to get overwhelmed quite quickly. Like, where do I start? Um, you know, all the things that you need to put in place. But a lot of times with the switching to more reusable products, you just need to get the product and then make it part of your, your routine, make it a habit, and then it becomes easy. So once you figure out those steps, you know, I think you're you're on the road to, to get in there. I think that makes a lot of sense, and I connect with what you're sharing. For me, when it was something like having a reusable straw, if it was something that I really needed the straw for, so for example, like a smoothie, is something that I identify that I wanted to have a straw for. So I would do um, take one or bring one with me, but then if I later had another beverage or hadn't gone home, I was, like, getting kind of turned off by if the straws were getting gross or if they weren't getting cleaned out right away. So I made sure that I carried something to clean it with, and if I really felt the need for straws, sometimes I just found I didn't really need them, but I would have more than one. So it's the same thing probably with the reusable bags. You don't just have one. You would have you know, several that you would need for the store. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have found the same thing for me. Is like I'm just starting to be um, – I do an inventory of my environment, so I expect there to be bags usually at a grocery store. Um, I look at restaurants and see if they serve straws. But I also, because I live in a land of um, a lot of tourism, um, there's a lot of disposal, like plasticware as well, so like forks, knives, spoons. So just by learning to kind of do an inventory of my environment, I have started to, I think, generalize some of those planning ahead and and those things, like you said, something I've learned with one that I've now tried to kind of carry over to another area. I find sometimes that makes things easier and sometimes it's a whole new set of stimuli to assess. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I found it really interesting um, when I, like, on my straw journey, I, I – got on a good track with it and then I went on vacation to England and I ended up accruing a ton of straws and part of that was because I hadn't been drinking a lot of cocktails prior to that because I was breastfeeding and so when I was in England I was drinking some cocktails and each cocktail came with a straw or sometimes two straws um, but also I think sometimes because I was in a different country like it and I was on vacation, my head was just not thinking about, so my skill didn't generalize to that kind of environment, you know? Definitely, yeah. And it's all these things that I found through trying to change my own behavior have made me 
awakened a little bit more in my approach to helping other people who are also trying to change behavior. So I encourage people who are looking to just gain perspective to start a self-management program, and why not one that's going to make some sustainable changes or outcomes? That's excellent. Um, do you have any resources or any place that you might tell people where they could get more information or where you kind of go to get ideas on your journey? Anything that you'd like to share? Um, well, obviously, the No Straw for Me group is a great resource, and I think people post on their things that are not just related to straws. You know, if there's articles about um, things, there's also um, an ABA Earth group that's really good that people post articles and videos on. Um, I follow some handles on Instagram, like a zero-waste person, just to get inspiration. Like, I'm not at the level where I can go zero-waste, but the, just to continue, like, being aware of the changes I could make um, and just be inspired and see other people who are doing it and the efforts that people go to, it's really amazing and makes you inspired to do more yourself. Well, thanks, and thanks for sharing. And, again, thank you so much for your participation in the group and for your animation and your discussion. I agree with you, the group that we have um, – I thought about whether or not to retire it because many people in there do feel like they have that skill in their repertoire, but it really has shifted to talking about other behaviors that we're all hoping to change. And if nothing else, we have now this verbal community. So um, you've been a really big part of that. I appreciate that. Thank you for joining us today and for taking the time to talk about your journey. I really also appreciate that. Thank you. No, thank you for having me on the podcast today and, and thanks for starting that group. You've definitely uh, been a big part of my journey in reducing plastic. Right on. And for anyone who would like to learn more information, you can find that group at hashtag no straw for me on Facebook. Or you can also find more information at www.behaviorbabe.com.